it's so funny to me that everyone else will have self-doubt or everyone else has, you know, their own opinions about your ability. But for me, I was so focused and I was so ready to show what I could do. It never, it never even occurred to me. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Monday, and in these episodes, you'll hear Sangram interview incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to another episode of Flip My Funnel podcast. Today, I'm here joined with Melinda Sung. She is in wealth management. I love everything she does. She, we have talked, going to talk about three different topics. Number one, we're going to talk about how she went from intern to VP. And you think about in today's day and age where people don't spend a whole lot of time and they're hopping, I think I want to hear your secret of staying at a company and actually be getting there and what you learn from it. We're going to also talk about this idea of self-doubt and how, how Melinda actually came out of that, because I think we all suffer from that at some point or not. And then finally, making genuine connections. So Melinda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we're doing this in our office right now. Let's start with a fun fact about yourself. Fun fact. I know all of my strengths. I know all of my weaknesses. My, biz- my biggest weakness, I think, is food. <laughs> so, what type of food? Junk food. Junk food. Oh, there give me you all go. the Cheetos. Give me all the chocolate. And yeah, you're all in. Yeah. You know, we figured out at the. Uh, you know, we are in this term, this building up here, and or at the, where there's a cafe in the lobby. Yeah, they actually have Chick Fil A delivered Chick Fil A to them oh, really? in like like large quantities, and so we would essentially just go and get Chick Fil A from downstairs, and since and it's like the best kept secret that everybody knows. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another fun fact. I love Chick Fil A so much. I have the app. I download the app. I'm actually like a red <laughs> member. I that's how much money I've spent at Chick Fil A. I mean that Chick Fil A sauce is. Yeah. I mean, it's gold. Can you buy Chick-fil-A sauce by the way online? No, but I have definitely gone there and been like, hey, can I grab an extra? Like I'll yeah. eat two packets like with my fries, yeah. fries and that Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. It'll change your life. <laughs> it's definitely. awesome. All right. That's enough about Chick-fil-A. Even though they're not sponsoring, they maybe oh, no, should we ask them to sponsor this thing. So Melinda, let's dive into it. Intern to VP. Yeah. Would you, did you always thought about that you would actually stay with the company that long? No, I it never thought never thought I would stay with the company that long. Never thought I would stay in the industry that long. Mm. There's, you know, I I'll tell you a little bit of the background of how I sort of got into wealth management. So I actually started off in marketing. Mm. So loved marketing, loved advertising, majored, you know, in in that sort of field. Yeah. Finished my major early. Had, you know, I obviously had to build some some class time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've always been a really practical person. So mm. I said, you know what? I'll take some finance classes. Yeah. Took some finance classes, fell in love with finance. I just, yeah. the technical aspect of it, um, the history of it. I don't it, think most people would ever say I that. Know. Like, you know, hey, I'm in a marketing and journal, you know, journal get a person. I fell in love with finance. It's, it's, very, it's very two different sides yeah. of the brain for yeah. sure. So I, I, I did it. I loved it. Junior year, I got a, an opportunity. I either could do an internship mm. at Glamour Magazine up in New York. Wow. Or I could work in Atlanta. Yeah. I went to school um, just down the street 
Emory, just Emory. Say that. it's a very well-known school. Yeah. <laughs> so just down the street yeah. and they, you know, I got offered an internship at a wealth management firm yeah. and obviously I, I chose just the latter. Yeah. Yeah. So started as an intern, worked with them right outside of school, had, was an assistant, became a, like an associate. Yeah. And then I became a junior partner, a partner, and a VP. Wow. I'm very proud of it. I, I don't think that there's a lot of people who can say that. Yeah, you it, should. Yeah, I'm very so, proud. So, so walk, walk me through this. That's about 10-year journey. Yeah, it's about 10 years. 10-year journey. 10 years. And is there anybody else in the organization that you know of that actually have done that? I can't think of anybody. Um, and I can't think of anyone just in general, yeah. right, regardless of, of where you are. Exactly. There's someone like that. Yeah. It's how, oh, the stories I could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, I think a lot of times people are so quick to want something mm-hmm. right away, Yeah, you know, or, or feel like they should have something right away. And I think that people forget that some of these things, it, it takes some time, Yeah, you know, it takes, you know, a lot of energy, it, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I have never, you know, sat in the corner and cried by myself. I'm mean, okay. not saying that I didn't. We all know. have done yeah. it. You should have been here this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, some of those things you, you, you just kind of work through. Yeah. So. Angela Robb, who's the CEO of LeaderCast, she was on a podcast recently and she said something that was, I think it aligns with what you're talking about. She said, you got to put your head in the sand and head in whatever work that you're doing and just be focused on it for a decade. Mm-hmm. And then after a decade, just look up and you will start seeing how far ahead of you you right. are of everybody else. Because everybody who has tried to jump all over the place, some might get lucky, but they just jumped all around the place and they're like miles and miles and miles behind you because you were just so focused on something and were working as hard as you can and do the best work of your life every single day that it allows you to be who you are. Right. So I think you're, you are like an example of that is like hey. what that can, can make somebody yeah I you know I think sometimes people take a look and they're like it's supposed to happen fast it's supposed to happen easy and I will tell you with a hundred percent certainty it was it has not been that way yeah. but to your point yeah you got to focus and you got to put your blinders on and move forward would you what was the greatest lesson for you in that process of like staying at because you probably saw other people leaving yeah friendship all the time all the time probably making a little bit more money than, yes. than that position because that's typically the case so what made you stay and what was kind of your lesson of like, you know what, I got to stay the course. You know, I've, I've had those moments where I've sat down and I'm like, you know, maybe I should do something easier or mm-hmm. do something, you know, that's less stressful or do something that takes less time or have something, you know, that's a little bit more balanced. And I've, right. I've certainly had, I mean, I have those conversations with myself, you know, fairly often. We all do. But, you know, to, to stay in it, I, I think it, the big thing is making sure that you focus not so much on everybody else, mm. but focus on yourself. I love that. So I think, well, especially with social media nowadays, yeah. people, I, I often, I still find myself, you know, how can someone go on vacation? Yeah. <laughs> These beautiful vacations for, you know, weeks at a time yeah. or you know, you'll, you'll see your friend who, um, or your neighbor who, you know, got this new car. Like yeah. it's not about everybody else. The life of comparisons. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's really all about yeah. you, yeah. you know, yourself. You that know. is, that is awesome. All right. So let's talk about that one fine day where you, you did all the work and you're ready to present and what happened that day. Oh, okay. So uh, this story I think is hilarious. So I'm, I don't know, they're not gonna be able to see who I am, but there's not a lot of people in financial services 
that look like me, Mm -hmm. right? I think we have, you know, a general conception that financial services is more older, male, perhaps a little bit more paler um, (laughs) than than ourselves. And I just don't look like a lot of people Mm. who work in- You're not stereotyped. It is so stereotyped. Yep. So in my opinion, you know, I, it doesn't bother me at all. I always try to make it more of a positive, Yeah. but you know, call the first two, three, four years of my career. I never even noticed that. Yeah. So, um, isn't that fascinating though? It is fascinating. Right? Cause I am glad I just to interject on that one is like, like, you know, me coming from India and you know, when I think about like, you know, I'm like the only like you know, person of color yeah. uh, in, in a lot of the settings that I am sometimes in. And sometimes I will notice it, but over the years, it has completely just washed off. Like I would not notice it un- until, until somebody someone else. tells you. Yeah. They're and like, I'm like, hey. Oh, is it? Like, yeah. whatever. Like, is that good? Is that bad? Is that interesting? Like, what it is? It, it's, it's so interesting. So, I, to me, I've never really have seen that discernment. And mm. I've just always looked at myself as myself person? and, yeah. yeah, as a person, just like everybody else. And got this huge, huge opportunity maybe about eight or nine years ago. I'll never forget it. I spent, like so much time preparing and focusing and working on this presentation. And it, you know, they are clients to this day, very, very great people um, to work with. And um, I had flown out, made this presentation. It was in front of a, of a board, essentially, of probably about 25 people. Um, and when you, and even now, you think about who the people are on yeah. boards, you yep. know, again, very derm, sure, yeah. um, pale folks. <laughs> So I, I remember walking in the door and I was so focused on doing a good job yeah. and knowing what I needed to say and how to say it. And they did not know who you were. They did not know who I was because they yeah. talked to me on the phone. Yeah. But I guess, you know, when you talk to someone on the phone yeah. and you're able to spit off, yeah. you know, a, a good spiel sometimes or just know all the facts and just just know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, and you really come up as a professional. Their expectation is, you know, yeah. you've got someone who looks what yeah, they picture yeah. you somebody different. So I, I opened the door, I've got my laptop and I'm ready. And this guy, the first guy opens the door and he goes, he looks at me and he goes, Melinda. And, um, or he didn't know, I'm sorry, he didn't know my name. He said, are you here to take notes? <laughs> and I was so confident in my abilities and myself. I actually looked behind me <laughs> to see if he was talking to somebody else. Of course he was not. He was, yeah. he was very much talking to me, but it's so funny to me that everyone else will have self-doubt or everyone else has, you know, their own opinions about your ability. But for me, I was so focused and I was so ready to show what I could do. It never, it never wow. even occurred to me. And how did you do that? Do that particular presentation? Awesome presentation. It, it, like I said, they're, they're great people. Um, I've been working with them for the last eight, eight years, basically. Eight yeah. years since and did that person say anything? or was No, he... we have not talked about it since. <laughs> um, he's a very nice gentleman yeah. and we've stayed in touch and, you know, we both think the world of each other, but yeah. it, to, I don't think he meant any ill will. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I, that, is, that is 100% true. Yeah. I think most people are not trying to put, they're just stereotypical for, right. for all of us and we all make that mistake. So Correct. it's not not due to say that one type of, it's just with like, for example, for me, the most is like, all right, do you code? I'm like, I, I think I could probably, but that's not what I do. Right. And so it's, it's, a, it's how, how it works. All right. The third one. Yes. Let's talk about the genuine connections you made. You told me a story yeah. that I think everybody would, you might have to park. If you're, if you're driving and listening to this story, you might have to just 
you know, stop yes. a little bit later because this would, this will make your heart beat a little faster. Yes. I, oh, I will say this. I, I genuinely care about what I do. I genuinely care about my connection, whether it's personal or professional. I, I, I just care. I yeah. really do. And, and it shows. I, yeah. yeah, I hopefully it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm a, a really genuine person and um, I, that translates in my work. Mm. It really does. There, there are times where I've spent so much time on something, but because it means so much to that person, yeah. I'm willing to put into that effort. Yeah. And um, I, had a, I had a very good client of mine. He unfortunately passed away. But what happened was, is that he and, and I were basically working through this wealth management path together yeah. for almost 10 years, I guess maybe almost 11. Wow. We got to know each other very well and he got sick probably about March of last year. Mm. Very suddenly he was in the hospital mm. and I'm getting so sad thinking about it. He's in the hospital, could not speak. So he had his daughter mm. write an email to me just saying, you know, Melinda, I really appreciated the advice and the counsel that, you know, you've given to me and my family over the last, you know, 10 years. And, you know, I I hate that I have to send this to you by email, but, you know, not feeling well and just wanted to let you know that I really appreciated it. Wow. And um, I burst into tears when I saw that email. I mean, it's just, you can't even begin to describe. You always want to think that you're doing a good job. Yeah. But for someone to really reiterate that you you are doing a good yeah. job, and um, he actually ended up passing away about two or three days later. My goodness, and I'm I'm pretty sure you still have the letter. I still have that, and actually, his surviving family yeah. and I have stayed very close. Wow, um, in our still that's connection. legacy. Yes, like that's, that's yeah. Beautiful. So, um, but very for Clint, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it, but it shows you like um, connections matter. Real connections, genuine yep. connection. Yeah. So. That's great. All right. So I'm going to try to try to, because this was one of the few moments where I was just drawn into the stories as much as the notes, because they were so good. So I I think there are way more ideas. I'm going to have them in the show notes, but here are a couple of things I learned from from you and then we'll love for you to end in a challenge. Number one, I love the fact that you said you got to focus on yourself. Right. And I think in the moment we, in the endless, in the world of endless priorities and things that you need to do, we sometimes we just stop focusing on getting ourselves better. And you stayed and went from an intern to a VP in an organization that is not traditional for anybody to go, being the minority, being the person uh, of color, being all those things that people might look at that as like, oh, excuses. And you just did not even think about that. And you're like, you just marched ahead. Right. I think that's such a huge inspiration for hopefully everyone listening to it that no matter what your excuse is, it's, that's what it is. It's an excuse. Move on and, and focus on yourself to get better. You also mentioned about this, this whole story when somebody asked you, like, are you here to take notes? Yeah, the secretary, yeah. Yeah, and I think that just should remind us that we need to be mindful of who we are talking to and what we're saying. I mean, that person could have very well phrased the question separately. Hey, welcome, like, you know, right. you know something to what say. What are you here for? Yeah, he could have done that and right. we could all do that. And I think we all have done this mistake by not noticing what the person brings to the t- table, but rather noticing the person right. uh, physically. And I think that, that somebody can have a scar for life because of that. And I remember myself and I think, I hope I don't do that, but I'm pretty sure I've done that. 
to somebody. So it's, it's a lesson for all of us. And then the last one about this letter that this, this person read you and the 10 years of relationship that you had with this person and, and now the family, it reminds me of the fact that, that we always try to say here at Terminus is that whoever cares the most wins. Whoever cares the most wins because if you care enough, you're going to win. And winning doesn't necessarily mean financially. It just right. means that you're going to win life. And then you win in life by creating legacy, creating relationships, creating genuine connections. So I love, love those three stories. I love that. So what's the one challenge you want to share with everybody? Okay. So I'm a little mad because you didn't tell me to think about it before. <laughs> but I, I think the biggest challenge that I, I try to do something, not maybe necessarily every day, but for people out there who are listening to make those genuine connections, whether yeah. it's at work or whether it's at home or just in the neighborhood just connecting with people. I feel like nowadays we're just so disconnected. Yeah. You make those genuine connections. You feel, you know, you feel fulfilled. Yeah. I love that. Go ahead and make that, make that one connection. connection. And this is your day. Do that today. Look into somebody's eyes, put your phone down and actually have a conversation. You will see a completely different person when you do that. Thank you, Melinda. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to the flip my funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.